0: Welcome back, I am Heather Caro. Hello? Hello. Oh,
1: I was. <laughs> hey, Mike Farrell. I just was checking. Mike Farrell was calling me about getting fleeced. <laughs> He's like, "Man, I'm a guest on. I'm a, I'm a guest on the show. And next thing you know, I'm getting extracted for fifty bucks. Like, I didn't know that. Well, Nobody's Mike, we're immune, grateful, Mike. right? Nobody's immune from. Me. <laughs> At least from me. I am. I, I have no. I told when I left seminary. I I did four years in seminary. I thought I'll do this, Lord. I said a hundred percent. But the minute this thing isn't for me. I'm out. Like, I'm going to do 100% like I'm going to be a priest, but the minute I sensed, and like in a matter of three days, I discerned out after four. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was my deal with him. I was like, I'm not sitting here for like a year, because some guys discern this thing forever.
0: Right, right. right. It's like,
1: that's not me. Like, either I'm in or I'm, <laughs> well, I'm out. I'm shocked. So, when, right. So, then I get out, and I graduate, and I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Well, I don't know. I had a Catholic studies degree, right? What do yeah. philosophers do? I don't know, go work at a bookstore? <laughs> uh, right? My mom
0: is not a philosopher. Right? And I'm not a business
1: guy, so I couldn't run a bookstore, right? right? So I'd actually have to be like the bookworm. So I said, um, um, uh, where was I going with this whole thing? Oh, yeah, I tried selling cars and houses. And I was like, this, I am not a salesperson.
0: No, I can't envision. And I was
1: it. like, but I can sell Jesus. There you go. Like, I'll do, it. and then education and became a teacher so i'll sell jesus all day long i'll extract every anybody and everybody even mike farrell so with that we're going to start here with our noontime prayer as we kick off the second hour here heather of our our fundraiser here on the so so here we we
0: have emily and sarah from fargo good morning ladies good morning thank you for joining us today and doing our noontime prayer what have you got for us
2: we're going to um offer up this um, intention and then we're going to say a Hail Mary.
0: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take it away.
2: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We offer up this Hail Mary for the success of the Real Presence Radio Live Drive. Hail Mary, full of grace, full of grace. Best of day the Lord is Blessed are thou women, and blessed is the fruit of thy in in Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In
0: the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the
1: Holy Spirit, amen. I love it. Oh, Heather, like this this <laughs> bath of light came over me. Like, I just felt Mary, like with this big smile saying, yep, yep. I got this one. Yep. I got this one. If those prayers and those girls can't get us, our then, you know, we're up, a, we're up a creek here. So this is fantastic. Yeah, Heather is, Heather, Heather <laughs> I'm uh, some like on tears the verge flowing tears. here. Uh, wow, what
0: a fantastic <laughs> beautiful. prayer, Heather. Thank you, Emily and Sarah. I mean, if you You're were moved Sarah. and touched.
1: Oh, they're still there. <laughs> they're still there. Oh, girls, that was a beautiful prayer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And why is it that you think people should support Real Presence Radio? What do you love about Catholic Radio?
0: Um, because it helps us grow and um,
2: uh, closer to Jesus, even when you're just going to school or you're going to work, going to work. Sorry, um, it always helps you uh, draw back closer to God, no matter where you are. Wow!
1: Love it. I don't think there's a better reason. Our young people, right? Our young people are out there and listening. This is not just for the person that's sitting on the transistor radio back home or, you know, listening to the old dial in their car. Yeah. Like, we're all listening, even the youth out there, the young people. And, and this is a ministry that speaks to all of us, and it forms all of us, and it, it speaks the voice of Christ, and it forms us in a relationship with Christ. Uh, ladies, thank you so much for that witness.
2: You're welcome.
1: Heather, if uh, some listeners out there yeah. want to donate in honor of those young ladies and the prayer they just prayed, yep, how can they do that?
0: 877 122 Again, 877 We're starting a brand new hour, Joe, but we have some uh, housework to do from the last Let's hour. Let's wrap it up. How'd do we do, wrap Heather? It up. We met our goal. Oh! <laughs> We had folks calling in during the break. Thank you to Stephen from Bismarck. He wants to do it in support of the great work of RPR. And Brandon from Fargo has, has closed the gap and met our goal. He wants to say, way to go, Joe, and for Mr. Wimpy. <laughs> hey, that a baby. I love, love Mr. Wimpy. I love it. Big
1: fan of Mr. Wimpy. I love Wimpy. it. So,
0: Joe, that means you also have to cough up.
1: I, the $100. <laughs> I feel
0: it being pulled out of my... Hey, wait a minute. Can I call and tell my wife? <laughs> no. Mary Beth will be fine. <laughs> Laura Beth will be just fine with it. <laughs> right, right, So, we've got another goal starting for our noon hour, Joe. $2,400 for this first half hour. We have generous people who have challenged our listeners. Listeners All right.
1: What do we got? To
0: give. Deacon Paul and Julie Trinan from Ortonville. Ooh. Love them. They would like to offer this challenge in honor of their parents, Bill and and Trinan and Raleigh and Pat Carrolls. And then Linda from Montevideo would like to offer this gift in for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. And the Christ the King Knights of Columbus would like to offer this challenge in memory of Denny Merritt. And a challenge to all other Knights of Columbus to give. And then to close the gap of that $2,400 is a donor for Anonymous Donor. So $2,400 this half hour. We can do that. I'm telling you. Right now, I just had like,
1: um, you know the God moments where like the Holy Spirit goes through you. And it like puts hair on your yeah. on end. and Like I just had one with Denny Merritt like Denny Merritt uh is just it was a, f- a phenomenal oh, man yeah. a wonderful man and I just wow right when his name was spoke I just thought yep let's do this thing for Denny and for the Trinans and and for all of those out there this yeah. uh, half hour this is going to be a great half hour with that prayer right and we got Father Jeff coming up. Like there is
0: no way, Heather. No, that we don't make this goal. Here we go. Well, and we're already off to a bang, Joe. People no. are excited already. <laughs> well, that's if I need to start standing on chairs and tables here, folks, you just let me know. So our number is eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two again eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Mary from Dickinson. She says thanks so much for RPR. We appreciate all that you do. Thank you for your kind donation, Mary. And also Mary from Northwood, Northwood, Minnesota. I've never heard of that one. Uh-huh and she would like prayers for her mother anna so everyone we can send off prayers to her mother anna and florence from belfouche thank you for your kind donation we appreciate you and your donation if you want to join them in giving this half hour 877 is the number to call again 877 and did you know denny merritt his wife Sue was my band teacher. No way. When I was in Rapid City, she taught me band, and she was my choir director. And I fell in love with music, and I've passed it even on to my daughter. So that
1: is crazy. Because I love the marriage. Guess who was my band teacher in Sioux Falls, South Dakota Cathedral High School? Sue. Sumer. I love it. Amen, sister. In honor of Denny, let's do this thing. And the trinin' parents and uh, everybody out there, what a great half hour here that we're going to have. And we have the one and only, the bearded wonder, (laughs) right? The Colby of Colby's, (laughs) Father Jeff Norfolk. Father Jeff, are you there?
2: I am. I don't know how
1: to respond to that. Oh, man. It's magnificent. It's magnificent. (laughs) Father Jeff, how wonderful it is to have you here with us. I'll tell you what out there, listeners. I was in seminary for four years, and I was really blessed to spend one of those summers... With Father Jeff, we were both in seminary. We were young pups, wet behind the ears, and the bishop said, "Go do some vocations work." And we came up. We brainstormed <laughs> some idea called Prairie Fires, and we went out around the diocese giving vocations talks.
2: And, really? Oh, uh, right, Father Jeff, you remember those days? It's true. It was quite an adventure. We uh, hung doors on houses in uh, near Sioux City. As the new parish is being developed at the Blessed Teresa, now St. Teresa of Calcutta. So, yeah, it was a great summer. I yep, love it.
1: Yep, yep, Well, Father Jeff, I know one of your great ministries, passions, uh, is, is bringing Christ uh, through prison ministry mm-hmm. to those that are captive, I suppose you could say. Tell me a little bit about your experience in prison ministry and uh, maybe where that um, that impulse, that, that, that movement uh, has come from.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's quite humorous to me when you talk about, uh, Saint Maximilian Covey. If I could be uh, somewhat like him, that would be my desire, himself having been in prison. Definitely there's a family connection with prison, and so that's uh, definitely pulled on my heartstrings, as well as in the seminary I worked in a juvenile correction facility, as well as a federal prison uh, out in Colorado, and so that definitely got an interest and saw a desire for the faith and the need to help uh, men and women incarcerated find Christ in prison, experience Christ in prison. Uh, And so when it hit close to home with my own family, then I started getting more interest. And a couple years ago, when both of the prison chaplains in eastern South Dakota were announcing their retirement, I said to the bishop, well, I'm open, I'm interested. And he said, well, no one else is jumping up and down about it, so... uh, Let's uh, let's take this affair and see what God's got in store. So, it's just been a year and a half since I've been in there uh, full time, but it's been an incredible experience.
1: Right wow. now, uh, uh, the this might be this is an ignorance question, I suppose, mm-hmm. Father Jeff. But um, do do the prison and jail systems have access to Catholic radio?
2: They do, yeah. And actually, uh, I find it more probably in the. Jail, uh, so the Minnehaha County Jail, we visit men and women there, and they talk about it. You know, and the unique thing about them down there is that they can look out their window and many times see the spires of the cathedral, and so there's a certain glimpse of hope there. Um, but hearing the Mass on the radio and hearing the question and answer shows with called the Communion, Catholic Answers, sometimes they could tap into the radio, uh, or to the, the rosary on the radio, so... Yeah, if they have a personal radio, uh, then they're able to to get it and use it in that way. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, and I
0: I was just blown away the first time I had uh, Deacon Tim Dickus and his wife Julie on, and they were talking about how much uh, the prisoners listen to Real Presence Radio. It just blew me away, and it it just made me so, um, I don't want to say proud or whatever, I don't want to be prideful, but... You know, Catholic radio reaches people where we don't even imagine, people mm-hmm. we don't even think about, you know, and we should be. And so I think it's just amazing and a wonderful opportunity for us to support those who are in prison. The number is 877- 795-0122. Again, 877- 795-0122. And what have you experienced, um, Father Jeff, with uh, the men and women that are in the system? Are they looking for something?
2: Yeah, a couple of just unique experiences that I would share. Uh, You know, I have guys in prison that become Catholic while they're in jail or prison and have never been to a Mass on the outside, uh, mm. but hear the Mass over the radio and then get to experience it for the first time inside, uh, and so it's just a, a very striking experience for them to hear these words, finally get to experience it, and then it creates this longing to experience it on the outside if it's be really possible for them, you know. Uh, and, you know, for especially we work with more Uh, I work with more men, especially in the prison. Some of them will spend the rest of their life in prison, so they'll never Mm. go to Mass on the outside again. But to hear it on the radio, to be able to experience it inside prison, uh, is very hopeful for them. Uh, And those who have been away for a long time from Mass, maybe they grew up Catholic, but family started falling apart, their family stopped going to church, to hear it on the radio until they can experience it in a church on the outside is very encouraging,
1: very hopeful for them. Right. So I've heard you say hope a, a, a mm-hmm. number of times here, and I'm reminded Victor Frankl in his work A Man's Search for Meaning, a Holocaust survivor and a psychiatrist said that hope really was the ticket of survival, that when a man lost his hope, he lost his will to live, and that hope was an interior work. It wasn't like I have things, therefore I have hope. But there's something interior, and it's a purpose that they have a purpose to their life beyond themselves. And I'm wondering how has prison ministry given you a deeper sense of purpose um, to your own ministry, and what have you benef- How have you benefited from working with that population?
2: Yeah, my favorite definition of hope is a. Uh is described as a confident expectation of God's blessing. And so when I go inside of the prison, uh, when I go inside of the jail downtown, uh, I can confidently expect that God's going to bless me. And He does without fail. I mean, to hear some of the stories and the experiences that these men and women have had and how traumatic they've been, and yet they begin to experience that Christ is bringing light into their lives. Mm He's breaking through the darkness of their trauma, of their addictions, of the brokenness of their lives. And, you know, having experienced brokenness in my own life and and pain and darkness, uh, when I see others experience that light and that hope, it awakens it within me. Amen. Uh, And I've seen it impact my own family, the hope that we've experienced as we've had a family member incarcerated. Uh, And so it's not just... uh, something abstract to me, this hope. It's something I've experienced. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in those that we minister to. And so that's the biggest thing, and probably part of the reason it comes up often when I talk about prison ministry is because people can't see through the walls, so they don't know Mm -hmm. what life is like inside. And so to share with them that there is hope and that there is life is something that I I want to continue to speak about and share.
0: Beautiful.
1: That's... uh, um a place maybe for our listeners out there, right? Mm-hmm. That this is a place of hope and Real Presence Radio. I just am like singing. I, I'm filled with joy. I'm like, I'm just kind of jacked up if I'm <laughs> honest with you here, right? Because I hear even in uh, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ being used through this tremendous mode of uh, uh, Real Presence Radio, reaching out, All peoples, right? And this is the gospel proclamation, right, Father Jeff? That the gospel would be brought to the ends of the earth. And here we have this great ministry, and I just would really encourage our listeners out there. How about we stop and say, let's continue to give hope to those that maybe are hopeless. Let's continue to give hope to those that maybe are in chains, right? Those that are imprisoned. Let's continue to give hope by giving a donation, by giving some of that support that, that you're able, whatever, at whatever degree, to support this ministry. We have a, a, a lofty goal again. We if do. We keep, you know, $2,400 to keep, keep after this goal this half hour. I think this is the goal that we need to reach. This one's unequivocal for the prison ministry, for those that are, you know, in need of great hope. Help us reach this goal.
0: The number is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Again, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We've had some generous donations while we've been talking. Jean from Williston has given. Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. What more needs to be said? Pray Amen. the Rosary. Amen. Amen. And we got an anonymous donation from Eulin. In Thanksgiving to God and Real Presence Radio, they were away from the Catholic faith for 22 years, and Real Presence Radio was instrumental in bringing them back home to the Catholic Church, especially Catholic Answers with Dr. David Anders. If they would have known what they know now, they never would have left the Catholic Church. Real mm-hmm. Presence Radio has helped them so much in coming back home that now they would like to help others and encourage them in their faith journey to the Catholic faith. So thank you for that anonymous and fantastic testimony. Our number is 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two Again, 877 795 we We've got Virginia d- just called in from Bismarck in honor of her Aunt Veronica, who turned 100 yesterday. Ooh, Happy nice. birthday. Prayers for Va- Veronica. So if you want to join these faithful listeners in giving to Real Presence Radio during our spring live drive, the number is 877 795 so we've got Father Jeff Norfolk on the line in his ministry that um, we have been talking about is Real Presence Radio reaching beyond the prison walls. And it's um, fantastic. And Joe, I love how you were talking about hope. Don't we all need hope? Oh, yeah. Well, and this is
1: the thing, right? St. Thomas Aquinas says in the Summa, Uh, His great work, he he starts the whole thing off by saying that without divine revelation, without God's assistance, his help, his grace, that we actually are going to be very challenged to arrive at his doorstep. It's going to be very difficult for us to see the face of God if we're left to our own Toolbox. Well, isn't that so true? Right? And so we're (laughs) broken with the same. And this is where Father Jeff lives, right? Father Jeff has Mm. the blessing, it's a gift that Father Jeff gets to live. Mm-hmm. In this setting, because he is immediately present with the brokenness of people's own humanity, and and it helps him realize, wait a minute, we're all broken. It's yeah. not like everybody else is running around doing great. No, I'm. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a prison half more, half the days. You know, it's like my right? own, I and I am right in my own brokenness, and to be able, but this is the foundation and the beginning of humility and just realizing mm-hmm. I'm not God. Uh, but I do have a God that loves me. And Aquinas says, this is the beauty of divine revelation. He comes and he brings us these this grace and his virtues of faith, hope, and charity. And I just stop and say, what a great gift we have to live in the time of Christ. Mm. That there was a time. Mm -hmm. which didn't have the revelation of Christ available to it and the gift of baptism as we know it in the sacraments in feeding on Christ in the Eucharist. Holy smokes, how blessed are we? And there was a time we didn't have the opportunity for Catholic Radio. But now we do, but it must be invested in. It must be donor-supported. It must have this ability for us to say, you know what, I believe this is valuable to me and to everybody, especially to those who are most in need. The Church has a principle called preferential option for the poor and vulnerable. This is one of those demographics. Those that can't maybe find the freedom to move, as they will, mm-hmm. but they still have freedom in their minds and hearts to receive Christ. And this ministry is one of the tools in our toolbox to give Christ, to give the gospel to them. Father Jeff, what do you think?
2: Amen. Yeah, and uh, as you remind us of the gospel call, then I, I back you up and just share you the are the testimonies and the, the Word and the experiences of what we've experienced when the Gospel does penetrate the place that seems so dark, and yet John 1 says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome mm-hmm. the light. So, mm. we're, uh, we who are able to get inside the walls are, are able to give a li- living testimony that that Scripture passage is lived and being experienced.
1: Father Jeff, do you have a a story where you kind of stop and say, Heather's going to give the number here for our donors. And then after she does that, would you wrap us up maybe with a story? It'd give you a minute to think about it. But a story of hope that you say, boy, this is Christ yeah. working Inside these walls.
0: Well, we're halfway to our goal, and Ooh, so we're come almost on, baby. there, baby Come on, baby. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Again, 877-795-0122. And thanks to Heidi, she donated in honor of Father Jeff Norfolk, and in gratitude for the prisoners she met while attending Mass in the prison walls. Thank you so much, Heidi, for your generous donation. If you want to join Heidi in this ministry, eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two. Again, the number is 877 right, Father Jeff.
2: Great. So because I know who Heidi is and because I know many of the volunteers that come in with me, uh, I see the change in them. So that's, that's a huge testimony is that, you know, we see these news stories about these men and women who have committed these crimes and, and serious sins in many cases. And that's what we hear, but then we meet them in person and we see the transformation of what Christ is doing in that person, which is so different than what we hear in the news stories. Mm-hmm. And so that's so hopeful for me, and that's what I want to keep sharing with people, is that, yes, they've done these crimes, they've committed serious sins, and yet Christ is greater. His love is more powerful. Mm-hmm. His love triumphs. So uh, to get people in for Mass, to get people in to help with a reap and retreat, allows them to meet those people that they've seen in the news face-to-face and, and see Christ's power.
1: And maybe there's some listeners out there that stop and say, wait a minute, maybe my heart's really moved right now, and I want to help with that ministry. Well, Father Jeff, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that?
2: Yeah, the best thing is, uh, my email address is just my name at the diocese, Father Jeff Norfolk at sfcatholic.org. They can call the cathedral, uh, the the diocesan offices or the cathedral parish, and, and they can redirect them to often have people that stop by the chancery and ask about it.
1: Well, I'm an, I'm, an equal, I'm an equal opportunity salesperson here. So I'll sell Real Presence <laughs> Ministry, right. I'll sell the jail ministry, yes. whatever it is, if it's for Jesus that's Christ, the point. game on, let's do All this right. thing. So Father Jeff, I'm so grateful for your work and your ministry. You're an inspiration. You probably don't even know it, and that's not your intention, right? But we do know that the gospel witness is what we're called to, and just know as you're out there that people pay attention to you and are watching you and, and are inspired by you. And uh, you know, I never put the the two things together. But you are kind of a Maximilian in some ways, right? Mm. That uh, Maximilian was imprisoned, right? He was uh, unjustly, but that you have willingly chosen to do as he did, and that is to enter into the prison and to work with those and bring Christ and bring His light to those that need His hope.
2: Thanks be to God. Thanks for letting me share some hope to uh, the people.
0: All right, well, and any shout-outs you want to give to those in the prisons that are currently listening at this moment?
2: Sure, yeah, I mean, there's lots of names, but uh, I think probably John and Keith might be listening. Uh, For any of the guys in Springfield, those in Sioux Falls, those in the county jail, Minnehaha county jail downtown, we're grateful for all of you, and we, we can't get inside the walls right now, but we're looking forward to seeing you guys again when we can get back in there.
1: All right. Well, Father Jeff, I'm hundred percent confident somebody's gonna complete this goal for our prisoners and for you in honor of your work here in this half hour.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you very much. If you want to join us in giving the number is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Again, the number is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We are let's see, uh forty oh! two dollars away. Come on, baby. <laughs> Don't make me stand up on these chairs in He's, here. Let's get the cover is 8777850 <laughs> I need $150 1- commitment baby. 50.
1: 877- <laughs> let's let's finish this thing off.
0: 795 8777950122 or you can donate online or on the app. All right, Joe, let's 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 give him a moment to call in during the break. <laughs> Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two.